watching KCMI-TV. Well, I'm glad you joined us, and uh, I want to take our text out of the book of 2 Timothy today, and I'm going to read four verses. 2 Timothy chapter 3, and starting with verse 14. But continue thou in the things <clears throat> which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. This is Paul speaking to Timothy. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. And this is the verse I really want to focus on. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness, so that the man of God or the woman of God may be perfect, which simply means mature, and thoroughly furnished or equipped for all good works. I want to talk to you today about being balanced in God. Uh, <clears throat> over the years, I have seen a lot of people who really had a call of God in their life, but somewhere they got out of balance. And when they got out of balance, um, they really weren't able to fulfill what God had for them. And <clears throat> learning to be balanced in the Lord is it's a process, but it's also a choice because a lot of times the reason people get out of balance is because they want to accelerate the purpose of God or the work of God. And so they'll just focus on one thing because it gives them the fulfillment of the goal quickly, but it doesn't give them the strong foundation. And so a house, we know this, a house that is able to stand a long period of time is because it's balanced on a good foundation. And, you know, even in the secular world, this principle is, is taught. If, if you talk to investment <clears throat> counselors, they'll tell you, don't take all your money and invest it in one stock or one company. You know, a lot of times people go, wow, this company is just, it's just taken off and it's going to do fantastic. And they'll take everything they have and they'll invest it in that company. And then they'll find out that the company wasn't as they portrayed themselves. And a year from then, they lose everything they invested. So investors tell you, don't get caught up in the success of something but learn to diversify. Take your funds, take what you have to invest, and spread it out over a lot of companies so that if one company fails, you don't suffer great loss. And so I want to go back to the scriptures, and I, and I read this to you where Paul's telling Timothy, he said, uh, remember what you've learned because it'll make you wise. And he said all of scripture is profitable. And when I think of Apostle Paul, 
Um, there's no one in the New Testament that was more balanced in how they presented the gospel than Apostle Paul. And he, and he talked about it. He said, I've declared to you the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so <clears throat> I want to go back and just uh, talk a little bit about the dangers of not being balanced. If you are going to have longevity in the Lord, you're going to have to learn to be balanced. And one of the reasons that people struggle with that is because basically balanced is boring, but it's safe. And you learn over time to not get caught up in fads. Uh, think, think back over time. Um, there's been a, a lot of fads that have come through the church in the last several decades. And I remember when the movement came through the church, the laughter movement. And I want to say from the onset, I believe in holy laughter. Um, I've experienced it one time in my life in a very timely manner when I really needed God to do some he some inner healing. And so I'm not discrediting uh, the laughter, holy laughter. But I, I'm making mention of it is because anything that God births will sustain itself. And God doesn't do anything. He's not a showman. He doesn't do things just to show off or to excite people. Everything that God does has purpose. And so whenever we had these seasons come through the church, uh, for example, the laughter movement, it got out of balance, and here's why. You cannot go to a meeting and already decide how God's going to move. You, you, every, uh, so many times that people came to those meetings, they were already predisposed that this whole service is just going to be laughter. And so what happens is emotions get involved in all of those things, and you don't have a balance. There's no word preached. Uh, and when you get out of balance is then when you're vulnerable to the enemy. You can, get, you can get deceived, you can get messed up. And you know, there's, there's a lot of things. Uh, I believe in gold dust. I've, I've heard too many instances of things where God did something, but it's not a movement. It's just a moment that God does something. And so whenever you take an attribute of God and you put everything else aside, and you just focus all your energy that this is how we're gonna flow, that's when you get out of balance. Um, when you look back over time uh, with denominations, for example, um, and I'm not here to debate where the denominations are, are scriptural or not. I'm, what I'm saying is, is a lot of denominations that started, whether it's the Methodists, the Baptists, um, different, the Episcopalians, the Lutherans, all of them, a lot of them came from great men, whether it was Martin Luther or it was John Wesley, different great men that God really used in times past that really imparted to the church great revelation. But revelation is not given 
to start a movement. Revelation is given to help us come farther into Christ. And a lot of times, some of these denominations, they start out of a revelation. But whenever you then take everything that you do, and that's what you focus on. Paul said this, you know, God doesn't esteem one day above another. So, but there are movements that they feel like the only way they can have church is on a particular day. And everything about that movement is focused on we have to have church on this day. And they don't really pay a lot of attention to the rest of the scriptures. And so when God is revealing things to us, it's to help us grow, but it's not to separate us. And with, I, was, I, I was raised in a denomination. And what happens is when you get out of balance, there are different characteristics that surface. One of them is you start feeling like we know more about God than anybody else. Uh, I was talking to someone recently and there was a church that had opened up close to them and they showed up to attend the church and the people didn't want to let them in the building. It was, it was very cultish. They said, what are you doing here? Well, the body of Christ is meant <clears throat> to embrace, not to exclude. And whenever, <clears throat> now listen, there are some things in the scriptures that are not debatable. One of them is the deity of Jesus Christ. Um, but we start taking things that are not doctrinal foundations and we allow them to separate us because we get some little faction of, of what we think is insight. The Word of God <clears throat> never divides itself. The Lord said this, a house divided against itself cannot stand. In your own life, <clears throat> You have to have balance. For, for example, <clears throat> there's a lot of foods that taken in the right amount are good for you. We all like sugar, but excessive sugar will destroy your body. It creates sugar diabetes. It creates all kinds of things. There has to be a balance. Eating one donut is great. Eating 12 is probably not a good idea because you lose the balance. It's the same thing with eating. You have to have a balance of carbohydrates and sugars and proteins and fats. And in all of that, when you do it in the right way, then your physical body excels in health. But whenever you exclude all of it and just focus on what tastes good, then you become out of balance and you start experiencing things in your life. Go, why? what's wrong with me? Why is my body not functioning right? Same thing in the church. Whenever, for example, we, for over the last many, many years, we got out of balance with prosperity. That we had conferences that everything was about money. And, you know, guys up preaching and people are, I was in a service where, <clears throat> Uh, my wife was in a service where the, the lady was just up there hollering money, money, and people running up and throwing it on the altars. That's not balance. Tithing is balance. But you don't take a service <clears throat> and not have 
the rest of the Word of God involved. There needs to be worship. There needs to be the Word. There needs to be the laying on of hands. There needs to be an altar service. There needs to be anointing. At times, it, there's going to be the flow of the gifts of the Spirit. But you can't have, you can't come to church every service and think we're going to operate in the gifts because then you get out of balance. And whenever you get out of balance, then you can get in heresy. This is why we call things, some things cults because cults exclude people. They're not looking for growth. They just become uh, inclusive and it, it, it breeds all kinds of problems. It, it breeds arrogance. It breeds uh, exclusion. It breeds pride. And God doesn't want those things in the house of the Lord. And so when we're walking with the Lord, there has to be a balance. Um, you know, you go back to the scriptures and the Lord tells, tells the devil, he said, the Lord or the seed of the woman uh, is going to bruise your head. The foot, the heel is going to bruise thy head. And so there's a lot of scriptures in the Bible about the feet of God's people and how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel and that the Satan will be under our feet. Uh, it is the foot that provides the balance to the body. And you, you take a tightrope walker, uh, if he's just practicing, he can lose his balance and he's going to be all right because that rope isn't way high up. It's just a little bit off of the ground, but he's learning how to have balance. But when you begin to elevate in life and you begin to elevate in success and elevate in your walk with God, you, you go to the heights. If you lose your balance, if a tightrope walker loses his balance when he's performing, it could cost him his life because he falls off of that is a long ways down because, and he fell because he lost his balance. I've seen so many people fall because they lost their balance. And if you want to be triumphant over the devil, then you've got to have balance in your life because it's the only way you, that you can get Satan under your feet. And so um, when we allow the Lord to give us the ability to walk. Uh, and, and, and I use this word, but living for God just triumphantly, it's, it's just every day. I, I don't have divine encounters with the Lord every day. In fact, they're very, very rare. And I've never seen an angel. I've never heard the audible voice of God. But I have a routine that I do because I have found that that routine keeps me balanced in the Lord. Whether it's my prayer time or it's <clears throat> reading the Word or just every day walking out by faith. And the struggle that lots of people have with having routine of, let me use having discipline. Just every day saying, this is what I'm going to do because this is what gives me success. The reason lots of people don't do that is because 
it's boring. In a sense, it's not exhilarating and, you know, you're not having dreams and visions and all of those things. But you find that over time and over the years that because you're balanced, when you come into a storm, that storm can't throw you off center because you've learned how to stand on the word of the Lord. And uh, Jesus said this, he said, in the last days, he said, there are going to be many people deceived. And the reason being is because he said, if you don't love the truth, then the Lord will allow a lie to come and you'll be deceived and you'll believe it. People that are deceived don't know they're deceived. If they knew they were deceived, they wouldn't be. And in the season that we're in, you remember uh, Paul when he went to Athens, um, the Bible said that he saw the, the uh, inscription to the unknown God. But it said about the Athenians, it said they did nothing but to see or hear some new thing. There wasn't any balance. And serving God is allowing all of the scripture to be applied in your life. God never calls somebody to preach the gospel and all they ever preach is money or prosperity. That's, that's not balance. For those of you that, that listen to our ministry, you'll find that we cover a lot of subjects. We cover a lot of topics in our preaching and I preach what I hear from the Lord. But you get out of balance if every service is about healing. We need divine healing, but you can't build every service around healing. Why? Because then the body gets out of balance. It gets sick. And you can't take one part of the body and exercise it and leave everything else alone because then there's a deformity that takes place. Power in a Christian's life comes from just doing the right thing on a consistent basis and watching what God does in our lives. And uh, my wife and I were talking about the scripture of the day. I said, if, if the Lord doesn't cut the time short, that even the very elect will be deceived. And so this is why Paul told Timothy, he said, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. I remember as a young man, you know, I began to, to every year read through the Bible. And of course, you know, there's some books that you start reading and you think, I don't understand this or why is this book in here? And you know, you get into Leviticus. And, but later on, I found out as I would study the word and begin to preach about things that Leviticus was full of revelation, that God would begin to reveal it. And so there's nothing in this book you know, that we exclude because all of it is what makes us strong. The Bible says all of it is to thoroughly furnish and equip you and I to be able to be triumphant in the things of the Lord. Really successful people, whether it's in the secular world, the business world, the education world, or even as a Christian, 
you'll find that they have routines or they have balance in their life. Um, I, I know people who have their personality is, um, you never know what they're excited about. One month they're all in on this and that's all they care about. And then the next month it's something else and they move on. And the next month it's something else and they move on. You never will establish any roots. You can't plant something and then pull it up every week. You plant it and then you leave it there and in time, it's the root system that grows, that sustains what men see. It's the same thing in God. It's just learning how to be balanced and normal in the things of the Lord. God is not weird. He has some unusual attributes, but God is not strange. And he will use things at times to show us his glory I would like to see a lot more of the manifestation of the Lord, but I'm not gonna run after everything that's out there and leave the foundation of the power of God. And so I wanna encourage you um, that you would allow the Spirit of the Lord to create in you diversity. Take time for the Word, take time for prayer. Be careful. Just because something's out there that everybody's running after. If you anything that God does, it sustains. We don't hear about the laughter movement anymore. You don't hear about every service oil coming out of somebody's hands and or feathers falling out of the ceiling, or we don't we don't hear about a lot of those things. Um, sometimes God will just do something for a moment and that's all it was meant for. And then he brings us back to that realm in him. And so I found pastoring over the years that we just come to church um, and I don't try to command God, this is how you're gonna move. Whenever you decide that this is what's gonna be mine, you can't change the gifts of God. You have to allow God to move like he wants to move. And so where we're entering in these last few years of this final harvest, we're going to see some extraordinary things, but it'll still have the root system of, of the Bible. We'll still preach, pray, prophesy, pray for the sick, cast out demons. Uh, those are the foundational things of the Lord. And what God does with us and what God gives us doesn't separate us from our brothers and sisters, but it strengthens us in unity. So I wanna encourage you today, uh, don't get frustrated with you're not having something sensational happen. It's not he who runs the fastest, but it's he who endures to the end. Finish the course, hang in there, put value on just being in the presence of the Lord, and you will be all right. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.